so much haste. Yes, eagerness to get the thing. Too much eagerness to yes. miss it. Yes, yes. Thank you, sir. I like vernacular. You should understand your language. Uh -huh. Sometimes you need your language to really see what God is saying. I understood Jeremiah chapter 17 verse, um, verse 5 from the tree Bible. He said, um, the man who trusts in the arm of flesh is like uh, uh, a tree without what? Without leaves and whatever. But it's, it's and when I read the tree, I saw that the tree, that tree is no leaves, one. The bark is gone, even the bark. Yes. You know, the bark of the tree has some chlorophyll that can help in producing, yeah, but the bark too is gone. So there is nothing left for that tree. There's a way you understand. If you can't read, just listen. There are things you can understand better in your language. That is if you were not born outside. That you have no language. Praise God. Good. So something is coming your way. A promise has been made. An assurance given. But you are too anxious to have it done. So the time frame and the conditions and things that you must do, you forget about those things. You are just rushing to get it, and you in the process you get you get you get destroyed. I used to say something, I've not been saying that in these days. But when you you give God your matter to handle, leave him. But most of us we don't leave him. Still, you are you are trying to see trying to help God to do what He said He would do. So I said, when God raises His sword and wants to cut the enemy, He will find you before Him, and then you are destroyed. So when you are dealing with God, trust God for who He is. Amen. Uh, if you say God is great, then let God's greatness be seen. If you say that he's the omnipotent God, let him manifest that one. Stop saying one thing and doing the other because you are too anxious. People are too anxious to be rich so they can even steal. After all, God said, you shall be the head and not the tail. So, you are copying in the exam hall to be the head. He did not say that you will make yourself the head. No. He has programmed you to be so. And he is going to watch over you to see it happen. Glory to God. Thank you for seeing the thing. Amen. Now, so, um, we said so much. 
we used two stories in the Old Testament to see how people relate with God when it comes to God's assurances. The first one was what? Saul. Which Saul? Which Saul? Okay. Yeah, that, that's okay. Yeah, at least you've gotten it. Now, Saul had been told by the prophet Samuel, I will be there myself to offer the offering, to give the offering unto God, sacrifice unto God. So you wait for me till that time. And I said, there are 24 hours in a day. So if he says he's coming, and by 11 p.m. he has not come, the day is not over yet. But he saw some things. I saw my people scattering. I saw the enemy strong. I saw. So I was afraid. <laughs> there are things you didn't see. When you see them, you'll be afraid. And when fear comes and you are not able to gather yourself together, you'll find yourself going off. So that is one story. Then the other one was what? The other one. I will call you. I'm going to call somebody right now. Were you were you in the, were you in church that day? The other one. No, it's this man I'm talking to. Were you in church on Sunday? Uh -huh. So, the other king we, we we talk about. Don't worry. Yes. He wasn't around. Oh my God, now baby. Eh? Jehoshaphat. Nobody, you, you don't name your children after some of these, uh, some, <laughs> some of these, some of these kings with powerful names. Jehoshaphat. By the time you finish, you have already bent down. Uh -huh. Praise God. Now, so Israel was attacked. The forces were greater and mightier than Israel, than Judah. And then Jehoshaphat had to seek God. When the prophecy came, he had to seek God. He looked at them. He had to go and seek God. I have no strength to meet these people. But you are God. That is how to mitigate against anxiety. You're overwhelmed. You look to the right, to the left. You look front and back. There is nothing. And then you remember that there is God. So I said, being afraid is not a sin. But remaining afraid is total doubt. It's a natural thing about man. But then you gather yourself. Amen. Now when you see snake, the first reaction is that secretion of the adrenaline. No, no. Hey! Then you now begin to look for what to use to deal with the snake. We can't call you a, a fearful person. 
you know, that is to quicken you and make you act. So, yes, he feared, but he went to God. Amen. Peter feared, he was sinking, but he remembered that Jesus was there and then called upon him. So, we are not saying become a superhuman person, but be one who is subject to a supernatural being because that is what you are. Amen. Now, this is a very serious subject that many, many, many people have suffered from. Many. Some of you go to exam halls, the moment you see the invigilator, you see paper, you look at the question, the first one gives you a knock, second one gives you a knock, then you give up. It's not going to work. No. Always remember that I am with you always, even when until the end of the age. I will not leave you, I will not desert you, I'm going to be with you, I will go with you. So you do what? Follow. Just follow me. All right. Now, um, I'd like to add a few things to what we talked about. Because the subject is such that if we want to explore, we will go very, very far. It will be many, many hours. Amen. Another figure that you may want to look at later on your own is David, King David. The enemy came, the Philistines came against him, and he went to seek direction from God. And God said, go. They came again. He did not say, this is what God told me to do two months ago. He went back to God again. The guys have come again. What do we do now? God said, don't go. Wait. I'm giving you a sign. When you see that sign, then move. That is a way to remain in perpetual victory over anxiety and worry. When you are settled in your spirit, that God is indeed your shepherd and your strength. Settled. You're not moved. Amen. If you have lived in a compound house before, or an area, you know all these aristocratic areas that you, you guys are living in these days. You know? When you see your son running towards you, because you are standing in front of the house, don't push that boy away. He's coming for covering. You know, a danger loomed and he saw you and he told the person that wanted to beat him. He said, you are too small. I will finish you. And then I will finish you and he's inching his way, small, small, into where the father, where the father is. Then you come and hold your legs. Akwa will say now. They come here. Now you see, there is something. You have a shelter. The name of the Lord is what? A strong tower. The righteous does what? He runs into it and he's what? He's saved. I call it the moving refuge. That tower is moving. But wherever you are, the name is there. When there is a challenge, run to that name. 
when you run there, you are not going to stay there. He's going with you. The moving tower. It's a stronghold for your life. So instead of calling Memamro, call the name Jesus. Because the member you are calling, some of them are weaker than yourself. Yes. Glory to God. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Amen. You take time off to study Paul, you discover most of his movements were according to the direction of the Holy Spirit. Do I go? No, don't go. Anxiety does not make you as powerful as God. Anxiety takes away your strength. It deceives you to think you can make it happen. Amen. You will see examples of this over and over again and the kind of effect that it had on people. You, you, you look at look at look at Abraham. God promised him, I'm going to give you a child. And the wife said, God didn't mention my name. I'm the, I'm the one bringing that stuff there. He said, you have a child. So take this, this um, maid and let her produce the child for you. Look at what it cost. The impact is still being felt. Impact. Because somebody wanted to help God. You cannot help God. He rather is your help. Amen. So we should learn to trust him and depend on him. Okay. I want to bring a dimension to it. When I start writing on pieces of paper like that, my wife will say it has started. And because when the stuff came, the notebook was not there. This is what I saw. And this one is one week teaching. Praise God. The Holy Ghost took me to some place in the New Testament. See, I want to share that one with you and then I will add one or two things to you. And there we go. Amen. The, the passage is quite lengthy, but it's a familiar passage. I may not go to read, but we can pick some things from there. Can you take us to chapter 1 of, um, of Luke's gospel? Verse 26. It goes all the way to 56. The next verse. The next verse. Now the two verses that have gone by, God sent God sent Gabriel to Galilee to a lady there. 
um, to Mary, a virgin, with a news that was so overwhelming that even, even, even the glory to God. When he got to a priest, he lost his priestship instantly. Now, so let's read. You are highly what? Favored. Another one, the Lord is with you. You are blessed. Among what? Women. What kind of stuff is that? Now go on. Natural, but I think she was troubled at the sight before the saying. Where is this man coming from? All right. She was troubled at it because whatever he was saying could not be comprehended. She could not comprehend that one. She could not really pick what the man was talking about. Now go on. It's not repetition. You are highly favored. You are found favor with God. What are you talking about? Go on. That's a bombshell. You will, not you may conceive or you could conceive, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and his name shall be called Jesus. All right. Go ahead. That's the credentials of the child to be born. More confusion. For a, for a Jew, that statement will cause a lot of havoc in their thinking. The throne of his father, David, no way. <laughs> no way. But that is what the angel said. There are things God has said concerning your life that when you sit down to want to understand, you dismiss what God has said. Why? Because you look at yourself, look at your condition, look at your background, your front ground, and your side ground, and there is nothing. There's nothing. So the next thing is for you to say, ah, God didn't mean it. Or maybe he wants me to tell somebody else. So the dreams that God gave to you I'm not saying you slept and dreamt. I'm talking about dreams, visions that God gave to you, the ideas that God gave to you. You went to other people to tell them the ideas and you encouraged them to pursue it. Because you removed yourself from the bracket. How can I? As we are talking now, I don't have even 1,000 CDs in my pocket. And God, you are talking about something that talks about millions of CDs. It's not me. Let me. Okay, I have a classmate whose father is very, very rich. Then you go and share the vision with the person. So many of us, we have thrown our fortunes away. 
God gave you a call, he said, I didn't go to school. If God wanted you to go to school, he would have told you to go to school. He said, go and preach. What is this thing happening? <laughs> go, <laughs> go and preach, and then you are saying you didn't go to school. You saw that my friend that came here, you've been here a number of times, Apostle Ernest. He didn't go to school. Not even class one. Yes. The father was a fetish priest and he was grooming him to take over from him. So the other brethren went to school. But he didn't go. He was with the father learning the art of uh, priesthood. <laughs> and then, you know, in those days, guys that went to Nigeria, when they would come, they would come with um, heavy musical gadgets and some of them will put their thing on their shoulders and be blasting their thing. Heavy music. So some guys came from, from, from guys from his village came, they returned and uh, it was not easy. He looked at them and he told himself, I want to go to Nigeria. So he ran to Nigeria without telling their father. And that alone could have, you know, the, the impact was too much with him. I can't tell you his story. But when God arrested him and told him to go to Bible school, Wolfby, Word of Faith Bible Institute, Eloring Campus, go to Bible school. He asked, what's the meaning of that one? Stay in Nigeria, he had been able to learn pidgin English, and so he was communicating. You know? But he couldn't read and couldn't write. God said he should go to school. He went. And the man who was the head of the mission over there, even those of us who had had some schooling, when Reverend Nigeria speaks, you will need grace of the Holy Ghost to understand because everything about him is problems. A typical Igbo man, Igbo people, they, they, the proverbs, they say proverbs is the oil they, in, in which they dip their yam. It's normal. So the man will speak and you won't even know what he's talking about. Now this one didn't go to school. So he stayed there, he got disturbed, he left. This man followed him, he checked the records and saw him, followed him to where he was and brought him back. And he asked God, what will you do for me? Is it to disgrace me? He said, no, I'm going to teach you to read and to write. <laughs> he says a lie. He began, he God told him, buy a size book and buy pen. He bought, he went to sit in class and then he was scribbling things down. He didn't know what he was writing, but some of the mates were copying when I shared the story in the church I pastored, one church I pastored in Lokoja, I mean Nigeria, in a place called Lokoja, I was only fortunate that people who were his classmates, some of them were there. Church. When I said, I don't know how you will believe what I'm going to say. Then this one said, we were in the class with him. We were in the class with him. I said, thank God. They were copying from him. But he didn't know what he was writing. And he asked, Lord, what is happening? He said, I will make you, if I'm making you to write, you will be able to read. And that's how he began to read and write. And the only thing he could read was things that had to do with the gospel. 
Bible and later any book. So when we met, God used me to push him down to learn more. And I also learned prayer from him. It was prayer. Morning, afternoon, night, every time. Prayer and crying. He's always crying and praying. <laughs> Praise God. Now you see, the anxiety, the doubt, the, the looking at yourself say, I'm not capable. I don't have what it takes. It was going to push him out of his destiny. Except for God's help. Amen. And, and if I tell you how God has been using that man in various places, you'll be amazed. The brothers who were teasing him for not being able to speak English. By the time he returned from Nigeria, because the more he fasts and prays, the better his English. So his own is not like your own, that he learned from school. Holy Ghost English, that's all. So as he keeps on fasting and praying, the English gets better and better and better. He will speak and they'll be wondering, where did he? <laughs> did you go to school? I didn't go to school. I went to Christ. There is something about your life that merely seeing and talking about it will not help you to attain it. You've got to go back to the source. But when you begin to doubt the source, then it's definitely going to be no, no, no on every side. You have pushed your destiny away too long. At the Pebia Bowen Channel, about you. And you have made me ready to come to my son. One minute, Papa, 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 some years ago, my hometown was not in the map of Ghana. You wouldn't see it. But now it is inside. Praise God. But you see, you get noted by God and you are projected by him over and above your siblings, over and above your parents, over and above your city and wherever you come from. By your contact and your walk with God. So what happened to somebody does not mean it must happen to you. No. You're a different person. So when you walk with him in obedience, strictly following him, he keeps on transforming you. As we behold him in the glass, we are changed. We move from one level to the other. One level of glory to the other. Amazing things happen in our lives when we allow God to be God. Amen. Praise God. Change your mentality. Change your thinking. Change your what? Do you know something? Let me tell you something very interesting. How you are now. That is what somebody has been looking for. The stature you have that is confusing you. Somebody is looking for that kind of stature everywhere and praying that God will bring somebody of that kind to him or to her. And by you sit down there and you dismiss yourself. And so I have to be like somebody. 
out to be like somebody. Be who you are. Be what? Who you are. And put your trust in the Lord and keep on going. All right. Now, 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 so listen. Here, this woman who had been betrothed to a carpenter, people of humble beginnings, then you just came from nowhere. David Ah, a troll number five. <laughs> Complete lie. But that is God. When He's changing your destiny, you'll be like those that dream. When the Lord turned again, our captivity were like them that dreamed. So trust him that he's going to turn you around. He will turn things around for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Just trust God that way. Nobody knew that woman except for the household. Nobody knew that woman. Nobody knew her. And that man, Joseph, would have lived and died without any popular recognition if not for this visitation. He ward off the blessings of God because of what we have. Our state. What we have. Praise God. There is one thing that has robbed Africa and the third world of great people. It is the way we interpret education. The way we what? Your child go to school like I did from one and class one, class two. I didn't know what they were doing. I was there in school. I was beating my drums. Oh? I was last. Last, last, last. The whole year, last. Eh? He said, repeat here. I said, never. The teacher will put me in class one. By the time you will get to two, I'd gone through the other side. So when he got tired, he said, okay, stay here. If you fail again, you won't repeat this class. You'll go back to class one to go and repeat. I didn't even understand what he was saying. It was rubbish to me. But the man told me something. He said, do you know what made you able to read time? That they made me bellboy in class two. The last person. So what made you to read, be able to read time, is the same thing that will make you understand what we're talking about. So pay attention and stop jumping about. And that one touched me. But the whip was, if you fail, you won't repeat here. You go to class one. I said, never. So I sat down small to follow what they were doing. And I beat eight people. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. The following year, it was third, second, first. Then, to catch me, you needed extra work. Right? So, when I see children who are starting poorly, I don't waste my time talking too much. Just hit where the person had, has a little bit of advantage. A little bit advantage. 
if the person doesn't know mathematics, doesn't know English, then he cannot do anything or she cannot do anything. So we have pushed many people away. Many. They died and died free of charge. Our sense of inadequacy is at the root of our anxiety and our doubt. So, the Lord told Abraham, he said, from where you are, lift up your what? Your eyes and see. He did not tell him to look at himself. Just look at where you are now and lift up your eyes and look beyond. All the land that you see I've given to you. From where you are, lift up your eyes. So lift up your eyes and see beyond your weaknesses. Lift up your eyes. I had a mate at a Palm Secondary School since form. He was very brilliant. He was a science student. He was doing great exploits. Who will take all the awards and things in the class. We went for A-level exams. And all that that fellow got was, what do they call it? Oh, something a little above failed. No, there is something, sub, subsidiary. That is what that fellow got. We came to Accra, you know, then I was in, uh, in uh, living bet in between uh, Tema and Accra. I'll be here one week, I'll be there two, like that. And then we went to the ministries to go and check our results there. Everybody was afraid to go up there. So this man was confident. He went up there. That day, it's only God that saved him. He would have been knocked down by a vehicle because when he got the result, Sob, 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 sob. Then we say, ah, if this fellow is getting, this guy, who will go there? I say, whether you like it or not, it's your result. You have to go and collect. I went there. I look at my own. I say, praise God, though. After I didn't get sob, <laughs> I carry my own go. And one of our mates, all level, brilliant, did great work, went to tech. First year, wonderful. Second year, suddenly everything about him began, began to be something else. And that fellow was a very serious SU person. Whatever happened to him, I don't know. He couldn't make a degree. So it is not what you think you are. It is who he is and what he is at work in you that makes you become what you should be. It is who? Who he is. What he is. At work in you that makes you become what you're supposed to be. Or ordained by God to be. So stop being anxious. Forms are about your control forms. You're checking the savings. Woman who you know, I have fifty cities. 
and yes, we are saying 150, 100. But then, why won't I make Yeah, because of forms. That's how. You are more than what people say you are. You are bigger than what they say you are. You have a greater future than what people can see about you. Don't be anxious. The way Jesus put the thing is very interesting. Even the plants are not anxious. So why are you anxious? If God could beautify the plants, make them so attractive, why don't you think that God would just abandon you? If he feeds the animals, why would he abandon you? So when you are hungry, a little hunger, you, 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 you. You will not die. Drink water. There's no food in the house. That statement is, is like committing suicide. Drink water. You can survive for more than 40 days without food. As long as there's water for you to drink. We talk too much. He said there's no food in the house and there's Gary in the house, that house there. There's no food. You need to be out of you. You heard that woman? That widow, you know, whose husband had left there for, for, for her now. I have nothing in the house except there's always one except. Always. Except for a small quantity of oil. That's enough. That is what? He gave them the measure of what? Faith. And he said something that insulted me. If you have faith, as big or as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be removed and be cast away into the sea or anywhere you want it to go to and to obey you. Mustard seed. That's a great insult. So the measure of faith that he gave to us is more than the mustard seed. But in case you have been so faithless, that now your faith is about the size of the mustard seed, you can still do wonders. Why are you giving up? And I saw the mustard seed. Do you know mustard grows in Nigeria? When it drops, you can't pick it. When it drops like this, you cannot pick it. Except it's on paper. Or some hard substance. You can't pick it. It gets lost with the sand as soon as it drops like that. If you still remember where we were in Toro, behind our house was mustard. Some kind of grass. 
My wife's younger sister went to Israel and came with the master. We kept it. I don't know. Is it still there? And Jesus said, if you and I have faith as little, as small as the master seed, we do things. Now, you see, why we should not be anxious is that we have been provided with the state that takes us above anxiety. So, every, every anxiety is you taking steps back to the flesh. Well, let's go. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. What kind of child is that? Would the woman now accept this one? Forever. Won't he die one day? Eh? And his kingdom, of his kingdom, there will be no end. Ah, angel. If you want to lie, at least lie. Just say a lie that has a little truth around it. What is the meaning of this one? Now go ahead. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be? Please. You know, this thing has caused a lot of controversy in the body of Christ. Now, when Mary said it, God didn't punish her. When Zachariah said it, God punished him. <laughs> how can this be? She did not say it cannot be. She said, how can it be? A burden away, I hear her. Oh. I don't, I've never known a man. So how can this be? Yes, God can make it happen. I'm not saying it cannot happen. But as far as I know, it has to be between a man and a woman. And I don't have any man. Right. Let's go on. And then he answered and said, Who? 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 Did he say the chief of your town? Or your father? Your mother? Your uncle somewhere? No? Your pastor? No. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the highest will overshadow you. Amazing. This scripture is one of the most powerful scriptures that you can find in the Bible. Therefore, therefore, did you add anything to it? Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the highest will overshadow you, envelop you, right? Therefore, so the, the thing is between the Holy Spirit and the power. Now, the, the Holy One, that the child that will be born, is the one who is described as the Holy One, will be called the Son of God. still the angel was speaking above Mary. You are not the one who will make things happen. 
your submission to the leadership and the control of the Holy Ghost and the power of God which is seen in the word of God. He said the word of God is the power of God. What? What? Salvation. For who? That is the power of God that takes you away from the world and brings you to the kingdom of God where all things are possible. Holy Ghost. That child will be called the son of God. Yes, go ahead. My time is going. I'd like you to go home and read. I'm going to tell you what I want to tell you now. I'm, if I keep on with this verse by verse thing, we'll be here till 12 midnight. Everything there speaks. The angel gave the woman a lead. You know about Elizabeth. They called her barren. That's your relative. It's now a child. How many months old? Six months. The one who was called what? Barry. The names they are calling you now because you have submitted yourself to anxiety will become a pastor. As you learn to overcome anxiety and worry, sincerely, please, some of us worry too much. Uh, oh, nia mami weye uwa Christ na ako yesi ya on umbabe ubao nkana fiyo asembe ina aba ojuni gena ojuni that's the way they think you, you are supporting your head with your hand your head no 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 god power so your hand the elders will just come and knock off your hand but you know we do it without it's like it's like what? It's what? Reflex. You just there and you just had a classmate, he will put two hands. He's dead now. Praise God. <laughs> Some of you don't have understanding of what testimony is all about. You think it's a story. You will come to understand if you have not understood that before. Today, that one of the major instruments that helps you out of anxiety is testimony. And don't forget, when you go to the Psalms, the word of God is called testimony. 
and the law of the Lord, the law of the Lord, the testimony of the Lord. It is there because it tells us about who God is and what he does. The testimony of God. His deeds, his great awesomeness, his greatness. The word of God talks about the things that God does. Right. Now, now so she was given a testimony. She's gone six months already. The one who was called barren. She was called barren. And hear what Mary said. Many of us, we argue with God for far too long. Even when he has presented evidence like Gideon. He said, my, my tribe is the least. In my tribe, my clan is the, is the least. My family is the least. I'm the least. See, Moses, I cannot talk. I don't know how to talk. The one that made your mouth is standing by you telling you that you are going to say, I don't know how to talk. We always, we always, Lord, look for somebody else. Look for somebody else. Oh, don't bring a butterfly. Allow this man to enjoy himself. One beautiful lady walks into the church like this. <laughs> and then friends say, Epaphras, it's not for people like us. Epaphras, you would never remove yourself from your fortune. But that's what Pastor Dave. Now turn like this. Aha. Thank you. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Like you always see yourself in the top bracket. Amen. Uh, you are in the top bracket. Whatever is good, the best of it is what is fit for you. And that is what you must see. Praise the Lord. Amen. Right. The woman now said, let it be no longer any argument. Let it be to me according to your word. I've heard what you said. Now you have shown me a proof. I'm okay. Right? And by the end there, the angel departed. And what did she do? Next verse. Mary decided to consolidate her faith. The little faith she was able to express. Let it be to me. I'm the handmaiden of God. Let it be to me according to your word. And then the angel left. Now Mary also arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste. With what? Haste. To the city of Judah. What was she looking for? Yes. Went to the house of Zacharias and uh, the wife. And something happened. God will never leave a place without a testimony. And the testimonies of God strengthen us. They push us forward. They make us advance. Hallelujah. But you must watch out and be very sensitive to know their testimonies. 
the ones that people share in church, the ones that you have experienced before, we forget. Forget. That one day there was nothing in the house and then God sent somebody to you. And plenty of food, you ate and ate and ate and then you forgot. And the next time there is nothing in the house, what will I do now? What will I do? What will I do? Go back. Go back to where? <laughs> Go to Elizabeth. Go back to your point of testimony. Go there. Visit your testimony. Mary visited the testimony. And then a testimony was produced again. Bible says, when, when she greeted Elizabeth heard the greeting. Then the babe, the one that had not been born, you know, six-month-old baby, eh, was able to recognize that his ogre had arrived. And this ogre that we are talking about is about one month old. But something in the realm of the spirit if you can take the first step, the Lord shall echo that step and make it sound like this, the, the movement of chariots. Just one step. That step of saying, I will do it. And I can do it. It's all that God is looking for. The testimony came forth. And then Elizabeth it was from one level of testimony to the other. Elizabeth now was filled with the Holy Spirit. Oh, there's one word. There's one word. Basi will know it. Cataclysm or something like that. Cata <laughs> from Katak. Anytime I see that one, I said, there's a Katakata. Now, there, 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 was, there was commotion of testimonies. No, no, no. But it's something like that. Mm, something like that. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, you see, from one testimony to the other, this bird got filled with the Holy Ghost and he began to make pronouncements, amazing pronouncements. You know, when she finished, Mary also took over. And when you go beyond that 56, you will see the father of, um, of John also prophesying. But let's see 56. 56 please. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her house. When you visit testimony, don't rush out. And every person you are looking at is a testimony. Look at your children. Hmm? Now, when Josiah was born and uh, at his naming, um, I put my, 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 my cross, the chain around him. 
And I look at the child like that. The neck could not even carry the thing, so there was no point. The thing was, I just put it there like that. Now, a few years ago, I had a photograph with him. And this morning, my wife was bringing my attention to another photograph that I had with him. And I was checking the photograph. That boy is a testimony. I saw him as a lad. Just born like that. My wife has all those pictures. And now look at him running around. Trying to learn to walk. Because he ran before walking. Now, this young girl, um, what was his daughter? There's when, when she sits and she runs to me, my mind goes back to when she was named. That's a testimony. Look at your children. They're a testimony. Now, look at the friends that you had in those days. They're a testimony. If God could make them grow to that level, could make you grow like this. A testimony. So abide in that testimony, meditate on that testimony, and then begin to grow with that testimony. If he did it then, he has not changed. He will do it again. Amen. Do it again. He remained there for how many months? Three months. Was she the one to take care of Elizabeth? No. He was consolidating her faith. So you also take time with the word of God and consolidate your faith. And then with that, you begin to move. Begin to move. You make it. Amen. People were paying to get admission. And you got admission. And you went to the university. Now you are out from the university. There is no job. And you are crying. People were paying to enter. He pushed you through. Is it the work that he cannot put in your hand? But you are here with your certificate. You are running from office to office. Every office you go to, they dampen your spirit. You become more worried. And you become more anxious. So from office to office, the devil is changing you into a vegetable. Go back to that time when you didn't have money to pay. But God took you through. Now was he crazy pushing you into school if he didn't know what he was going to get from you? We should remain there and learn. I'm doing a little work. Go back to Bethel. Now go back to a place of encounter. Your place of covenant. Go back there. Sit down. And see the same God who has not changed. And then anxiety will be a thing of the past. Glory to God. I wrote something here. In your moment of anxiety or doubt, this is the word. That's the testimony of God. 
stay with the word, which is a testimony of God in meditation. In the process, glorify God. Amen. Glory to God. He is worthy of praise. Amen. Second Peter chapter 1, I mean chapter 3, verse 8 to 10. Can you give that one to us? I just want verse 9. Second Peter 3. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness. But is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. You can get something from here. You have been looking for it for one million Ghana cities. God is not slack. He, he, he is not one who cannot provide that one, but he will not destroy you. Because the last time he gave you 500,000 you went on a wall. You know what they call a wall? We had to look for it. We had to go to FM station. Make unending calls to try to locate you. Because 500,000 took you to a realm of madness. Will he now give you one million? So that you will die. He is waiting for you to grow. So keep on growing. But God is not slack. Amen. If it is not happening, examine yourself. You are looking for a husband. Examine yourself. Am I the kind of person that God will give his son to? Am I the kind of man that God will give his daughter to? If I'm not, let me build myself up to a point of trust. A point of what? Trust. When God will say, that is that, that one. If I put my daughter in his hand, he'll take care of that one. If I put my son in her hand, she will not kill him. So he's allowing you to grow, but keep that vision on. Keep it on. Because no woman was created without a husband. Every man has a wife. Every woman has a husband. Anxiety will take you to a wrong person. Anxiety is a vehicle without a driver. It will take you to places of destruction and not of lifting. If you doubt it, try it. He said, can you add anything to your stature? If you are, when you are anxious, okay, I tell him what. I've told you before, one fellow look at me and say, for you are not serious. I say, yes, I'm not. Because serious people are in the hospitals and mortuaries. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not serious. Why should I kill myself over what I don't understand? No, 
I don't have time for that. At the right time, it will come. My wife has grown to understand me. She has tried. Uh, because when I have something on my mind, I can be talking with you, we are chatting, but that thing is on my mind. I'm looking for solutions. So I'm exploring. It is there. Even when I'm asleep, it is still there. Yes. And then suddenly it does. When it does, I express it. You, you will know that something has happened. Thank you. So you, you will think that I don't have anything in my mind. You say I'm not serious. Must I be announcing what I'm thinking about? Eh? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm trying to find out who God is. That's nonsense. So stop worrying. Stop worrying. Stop worrying. Amen. One humor. You know, President man. Many of you did not meet him. There was somebody in his party who was called Okuche Bakwe. He was one of the leading members of the party. Now he went and saw the president in the office in a very <laughs> solemn mood like that. And he's President, I did. I did how I was in Ghana Jinjini. You follow Ghana, you will die and leave Ghana here. I'm telling you because the people are complex. Look at what they are doing with uh, Black Stars now. <laughs> Look at what they are doing with, uh, with the coach. The guy will speak to you very soon. <laughs> Glory to God. Sorry, ladies, I think I'm on you now. When you get worried and get anxious and you think too much, you grow older. You, you grow beyond your age and you begin to have valleys on your face. What did they call them? Eh? This valley now, what is written? Gata. Ah. So the man that you are looking for wants a lady, I mean, I mean a girl to marry. And you are a girl. Don't be angry. Don't, don't be angry with me, eh? Ababa wafo efefe, wa jinjin sa jena wafo. Jinjin, aware jinjin na ehu. Relax. Be at peace. Keep on praising God. And then you keep on shining. 
Amen. Uh-huh. Praise God. Smile small. Oh, smile now. What, what we say, smile, stop the audition. Just smile. You know, you should learn to smile, learn to laugh. Never squeeze your face. And the men, that face you have refused to relax is what is chasing the ladies away from you. When they see you, they are seeing Hitler. So relax your face a little. Let there be a little smile on your face. And stop walking about like someone who is looking for who to kill. Rise to your feet. Hallelujah. Now, um, I don't know who will, uh, who will be on on Sunday. But whoever is going to be on, I'm, I will give that person a topic. To finish this doubt thing. I've mentioned many things, but I came across a material and uh, I read through and I saw there's something more to add to what I, I came across. So you begin to tell us a few things about how to cure this. Um, I've said some, I've mentioned some of but there are things to talk about. If it will not be for Sunday, I will make it Thursday or Tuesday or any of the days. It will definitely be a day. 